Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome in Tuesday edition of Outkick the Show. I hope all of you are having fantastic Tuesdays wherever you may be across this great country or this great land. I'm your fearless leader, Clay Travis. Got a bunch of stories to dive into right off the top. I don't know why the podcast version of this show is not going up. A lot of you asking me all the time, you know the podcast's not going up. Where's the podcast? Why aren't you doing something about the podcast? It's not me. It's not anybody that I work for. Something is going on at Apple that is keeping our podcast, the audio version of this show, from going up. We are submitting it the same way we always have been submitting it. There is some sort of issue on Apple's side. Now for those of you who are watching live or listening live it's not an issue but I know that a lot of you out there probably not the people who are complaining about the podcast but I just want to address it right off the top because so many of you are emailing and asking me about it and it's not our fault. We are trying to figure out what Apple is doing to keep this thing from going up. I appreciate all of you as I always do I'm going to continue to do this show as I always have been doing this show and I want to start off today we got a lot to dive into but I want to start off with Jon Stewart. I'm going to ask my crew when they put this clip out if they can embed the clip from Jon Stewart and Stephen Colbert as a shorter version here inside. I'm going to pause for a second here. If you guys can possibly embed Jon Stewart on uh, Stephen Colbert's show last night. All right, if we can embed that. If you didn't see it, Jon Stewart basically went on a comedic rant about how it's preposterous to suggest that COVID didn't emerge from the lab in Wuhan, China where they are actually conducting all of these uh, gain-of-function experiments on coronaviruses and that the idea that it came from a pangolin or a bat or some other animal which is what China has tried to tell us is patently absurd. It's about a two-minute comedic performance that frankly is what comedians should do. Instead of being boring and talking about Donald Trump and only making fun of one side of the political equation, comedians at their best puncture stupidity and expose hypocrisy. That to me is what the essence of comedy should be as it pertains to current events, political issues of that nature and magnitude. And for what Jon Stewart did it was two minutes of a bravura bravura performance. Fantastic performance. That word is kind of a confusing word by the way. So the audience went wild. They were laughing like crazy. Everybody, ha ha, look at all the idiots who are pretending that COVID didn't come from a lab. Except If Jon Stewart had done the exact same routine a year ago he would have been called a conspiracy theorist. He would have been called a alt-right fringe lunatic character by the mainstream media. His own comedic venture would not have been distributable on Facebook 
because it would have called into question the originations of the coronavirus and Dr. Fauci and all of his crew who I believe have lied to us about where COVID came from would have gotten the Facebook big tech minders to shoot this idea down and not allow it to be distributed. Moreover, all of those smart people in Stephen Colbert's audience who were all laughing at Jon Stewart's rant a year ago were probably screaming about Donald Trump being a racist for saying that COVID came from a Chinese lab. Sheep gonna sheep. Here is my big issue with the larger universe that we live in now. It's that truth oftentimes is held hostage by narrative. If your story does not advance a left-wing America is awful narrative then many people in the mainstream media CNN, MSNBC, The Washington Post, The New York Times try to keep it from seeing the light of day. And that is the very antithesis in my mind of what the American marketplace of ideas should represent. Now Stuart started off his entire comedic segment by saying science caused this. Everybody wants to say oh just listen to the scientists listen to the experts let's all uh, genuflect at their altar of moral superiority and excellence but are we forgetting the by far most likely source for COVID is gain-of-function experiments which were paid for with American taxpayer dollars. We're all being told now listen to science listen to everything that the scientists say excuse me the scientists created COVID. They created the entire mess that we are in right now. And now we are being told oh it's not in any way acceptable for you to question what the scientists say excuse me they caused COVID their gain of function research and the likely fact that it escaped from a Chinese lab and escaped might be generous the fact that it escaped from a Chinese lab we are all being told oh the scientists listen to the scientists well the scientists caused this entire problem So forgive me if the scientist who caused this problem if I'm not really that interested in listening to their solutions when they caused the problem themselves and lied to all of us about it when they used our own tax dollars to ship over to China to have this coronavirus research in these really crappy labs which were not secured and then it escaped and it basically caused the entire world to go crazy for over a year. Excuse me if I'm not that interested in bowing at the altar of Dr. Fauci who I believe is a liar. I believe Fauci lied. I think he knew that there were tax dollars involved in gain-of-function research. I think he tried to avoid the truth coming out to protect himself and other Uh, taxpayer-funded scientists who were involved in this gain-of-function research that we know was going on at this coronavirus lab. So I give credit to Jon Stewart for coming out with this comedic uh, routine in June but it's worth noting that if he had tried to do the same routine last June 
he would have been shouted down. Facebook would not have allowed the sharing of that video. Probably CBS would have uh, edited his appearance on the Stephen Colbert show not allowed it to air on his show at all. I've been saying this for a long time. Who checks the fact checkers? Because when big tech is determining what information can and cannot be shared and who can and cannot share that information I'm sorry this is a major issue that goes to the foundational elements of our First Amendment and as a result of our democracy. If we can't have real debates if we can't have real discussion of uncertain issues in this country then we're no different than China. Big tech has built its own Chinese wall just like the Chinese government has done the same overseas. You need to go watch that Jon Stewart clip as he punctures the stupidity of any argument on the contrary outside of this being a China lab leak but also ask yourself why it has taken since January of 2020 all the way to June to allow this story to get out. All right, building on this I want to go ahead and I try to be honest with you as I possibly can be. Uh, I went yesterday to my local grocery store because I found out that you could get a COVID antibody test there. Cost $25. Now I told you that I have not been vaccinated. I was scheduled to get the one-shot Johnson & Johnson vaccine literally on the day I was scheduled to go get the Johnson & Johnson one-shot vaccine. They pulled it from the marketplace and I said, eh, you know what? I'm young, relatively speaking. I'm healthy. I don't need to go get uh, the Johnson & Johnson COVID shot. So I haven't been vaccinated. But I thought to myself when I found out that you could pay $25 I've been meaning to do this for a while and go get an antibody test I said, you know what? I'm going to go do this. I'm going to go into my local grocery store. I made an appointment. I walked in. I got my finger pricked. I sat there for 15 minutes and the pharmacist came back out and she said, you've already had COVID. You still have COVID antibodies. So I'm not going to get a vaccine when I already have the antibodies from COVID in my blood which is exactly what the vaccine is designed to do in the first place. Okay? So let's start there. Second part of this. Um, I told you I think I know I talked about it on my radio show I'm not sure if I talked about it on Outkick the show I have only had a fever one day in the past since January of 2020. Back in November mid to late November uh, I woke up on a Sunday and I had a fever and I didn't feel 100%. So I stayed in bed and I watched the NFL from my bed all day and the next morning I woke up I have a home radio studio in my house I have a home television studio in my house I went to work I felt fine. And just to be safe because COVID was going on I didn't really interact with anybody. I stayed in the bedroom by myself. I otherwise worked out of my office. I told my kids and my wife to stay away. Uh, And then they left to go to Thanksgiving early so I was only in the house by myself for several days as well. And after 10 days I went back to to normalcy. Uh, 10 days after I had the fever never really thought twice about it. I didn't go get tested for COVID because it was crowded already getting tested for COVID and I've never been tested for the flu and I've never been tested for a 24-hour virus or whatever it is so I didn't know what it was. So my bet is that I got COVID back then in November. Now, I uh, have been tested six times for COVID never tested positive tested at the White House tested in June to know what the test was like 
uh, tested before television tested in Mexico uh, tested before I went to WrestleMania five or six different times I've always tested negative but I got the COVID antibody test and it turns out I've already had COVID Uh, and so my experience with COVID was either one day of a light fever and basically just kind of feeling not great I could have worked I was fine or that was something different and my COVID was totally asymptomatic. Either way that is what the data reflected would likely happen to a relatively young healthy person. I've said for a while I told my parents this if you're over 65 years old you should get the COVID vaccine. If you have serious health related conditions you should get the COVID vaccine. But I'm not getting the COVID vaccine for my 6 year old and now that I already have antibodies or my 10 year old and now that I already have antibodies I'm not going to get the COVID vaccine myself. I've already had it. I've got natural antibodies which is what our body is designed to protect us from. And so people can get mad at me they can be upset at me. Uh, I had it. Uh, I was perfectly fine like the vast vast majority of relatively young healthy people who get COVID and I'm just trying to be as transparent and honest as I possibly can. No reason why I have to share my medical history with you but I got the COVID antibody test yesterday and I've already had it. And uh, I isolated myself back in November thinking that was the only time that I ever felt sick that I ever had a fever. Uh, But it was one day. It was nowhere near as bad for me as the flu. Nowhere near as bad as many different stomach bugs that I have had over the years as a dad uh, as you often do with your kids. Uh, and uh, that is, uh, that's the, the truth as so far uh, as I can tell it. So that story is out there. You can make your own determinations. Again, if I think that you are in danger I would encourage you. Uh, again, if you're over 65 years old if you have some sort of health-related conditions if you're extremely obese all of those things that can make sense I had no major issues. Uh, I want to tell you right now erectile dysfunction affects over half of all men but it doesn't have to make you feel like half of a man. Since 2017 my Dr. Hank has been making America hard again. My Dr. Hank helps you get low-cost ED meds and overcome the psychological and emotional barriers to getting ED treatment. They secure your prescription and then ship it to you discreetly every month from U.S. pharmacies all for as low as $2 a pill. So don't wait. Join the movement to make America hard again. Go to mydrhank.com slash clay and sign up today. Tell Dr. Hank I sent you. He'll give you 50% off your first subscription order. That's mydrhank.com slash clay. Offer available for a limited time. Uh, Charles Barkley has teed off. I don't know how many of you saw these quotes but I want to read some of them to you. Barkley went off on cancel culture and how it's making his show inside the NBA much less enjoyable than it otherwise would be. Uh, And I want to read some of these quotes if I can find the article which I know is up on OutKick because I shared it earlier today. Let's see where could it be? Where oh where might it be? How can I not find the article? Was it up at the top of the page? Yes it was. All right, that's on me. It was up at the top of the page. Charles Barkley uh, said cancel culture's gotten so out of hand right now I couldn't having to, couldn't imagine having to watch myself. You can't even have fun nowadays without these jackasses trying to get you canceled and things like this. Barkley says all we ever talk about behind the scenes now is yo man be careful going in this direction. We can't even have fun anymore. Uh, we've all had fun 
all these years and now all of a sudden in the last year and a half everybody's trying to get everybody fired and it really sucks. A lot of our bosses are cowards. Things have gotten so bad Barkley says he can't even call San Antonio women big old women down in San Antonio anymore. Uh, Look, I'm just having Barkley also said he plans to retire in two years. He's 58 years old now. I'm just having fun talking about sports. I'm trying to hang on for another couple of years until I'm 60 and then they can kiss my ass. I'm only working until 60. I've already told them that. We can't even have fun anymore. We've had fun all these years and it really sucks that we can't now Uh, and that is Charles Barkley on Cancel Culture. I just say amen. I say amen uh, and a women because so many people out there white, black, Asian, Hispanic are all of the exact same opinion Cancel culture sucks. Everything that is wrong with America I believe is rooted in two major issues. The intersection of cancel culture which is being implemented by far left-wing agenda-driven lunatics and identity politics which is being driven by the same people. The combination of cancel culture and identity politics represents everything that's wrong with modern America life right now. And one reason I'm so excited to take over on Monday the biggest radio station maybe in the world radio show maybe in the world but certainly in the country is because I think Buck Sexton and I are going to have a major platform to battle and win the war against cancel culture and against identity politics. I really do think we're going to have a seismic impact. By the way, speaking of which I'm on Uh, Tucker Carlson tonight at uh, what is it 8.34 I believe Eastern Uh, midway through his show I'll be on with Tucker Carlson tonight talking by the way about this Jon Stewart lab leak hypothesis and uh, what it means going forward Uh, but I believe that everything Charles Barkley said in the article we have posted up at OutKick is 100% correct and I give him credit for being willing to speak out. Uh, U.S. Open starts on Thursday Uh, I have already bet on uh, John Rahm coming off of COVID uh, the the suspension that he got for uh, COVID positive test when he was asymptomatic. I am also on uh, Brooks Kepka, and I've got some money on Dustin Johnson. Uh, I'm going to continue to put out all of uh, my picks there Uh, but Bryson DeChambeau Brooks Kepka, reportedly DeChambeau was asked if they could be paired together at the U.S. Open and he said no. Now This is just a report. I love the rivalry. I've asked the question whether it could be a little bit manufactured and for show but I can also understand why DeChambeau might not want to be with Brooks Kepka at the US Open even if it's on some level for show (coughs) because I would think that would make the gallery even more likely to be yelling during backswings and everything else might be a bit too chaotic. I would love to see these guys paired Later in, uh, later in the rounds if they continue to have success and both end up at the top of the leaderboard. I can't wait for the U.S. Open this weekend. I will be watching a lot of it as I'm sure many of you will also. Uh, two good news stories from the world of college football. Southern Cal has announced that they are going to have 100% capacity and so has UCLA. To me, this officially ends any argument that all of college football is not going to be back to 100% normalcy by the fall. We're only in June right now and USC and UCLA are both announcing they are going to have 100% crowds present 
if LA City schools are going to have 100% crowds if they can sell all the tickets then there's no way anywhere else in the United States that plays major college football is going to be shut down anywhere else. Lots of SEC schools coming out on a daily basis announcing that they're going to be at 100% capacity. I saw where the University of Tennessee announced 100% capacity. That's no surprise. That's been in the works forever. But USC and UCLA officially announcing they are opening back up ends any arguments the Corona Bros have. They have officially lost the battle and the war as it pertains to whether or not sports will be played. We'll be back to 100% normalcy. We're going to have some cool stuff going on with college football this fall. I can't wait to talk about all of that with you guys. Simultaneously with this news the state of California Gavin Newsom opening back up as he is under siege in a recall election. Uh, The state of California is officially open back up. State of Texas by the way the Neanderthals in the state of Texas remember when it was totally unacceptable uh, for the state of Texas to be back open. Uh, There was some data that came out from Governor Greg Abbott great state of Texas by the way also a Vanderbilt law grad want to give him props there Uh, but I want to make sure that I get his his quotes correctly Uh, but he tweeted out some data which made it even more abundantly clear that it never made any sense at all to be shutting down anywhere uh, in the country for a long time. Uh, This is from Greg Abbott the governor of Texas COVID continues to improve yesterday Texas reported the lowest 7-day positivity rate since the beginning of the data 2.8% they've now been below 3% for an entire week one fatality reported second fewest since that data was recorded great job Texans there was no science whatsoever to back up why California stayed closed until now Governor uh, DeSantis in Florida and Governor Uh, Abbott in Texas both for big states did far better than Governor Cuomo and Governor Newsom did looking at data and making rational decisions. Tied in perhaps to all of this news Disney has now ended the mask mandates in its amusement parks. Disney World, Disneyland if you want to go to either there is no requirement that you wear a mask any longer. That comes as good news given how hot it is in Southern California and also in Florida Florida in particular if you've ever been at Disney World in the summer you know how hot it is how crazy it is. Uh, This is an interesting story that deserves to be written about at some point. Disney World has been open for basically a year. Uh, Disneyland was closed for over a year. Never made any sense. Failure from the state of California. Credit to Ron DeSantis keeping Disney World open. Never any major issues down there. I went to Universal Studios back in December. Had a phenomenal time down there with my family. Uh, and I'm glad for all the families out there that are traveling with young kids might have trouble keeping those kids in the masks and how hot it is and everything else. Disney World officially ending its mask mandate and returning to normalcy. All not necessarily well in the state of Florida. I will talk uh, about that in a moment but first I want to tell you about the best possible chair anywhere in the world and that is the X chair. It has phenomenal massage technology it has a cooling uh, criteria as well it can hook you up in a heat massage therapy dynamic variable lumbar it is absolutely fantastic you can get a massage and also get heat to warm up your back and make sure that you are as efficient as you can possibly be 
XHMT stands for Heat and Massage Therapy turns your office chair into the ultimate therapeutic massager you will love it four different massage modes fast warming heat technology you can simply warm up no matter what you are going to absolutely love this it adjusts to your comfort level you guys know that I work all day long television, radio, writing running a business all of those things I'm doing every single day it's busy it's wild it's an insane insane day that I have and the best thing that I can do is sit in the most comfortable chair right now you can get your own at xchairclay.com that's the letter X chair clay all one word dot com xchairclay.com $100 off get hooked up today xchair has a 30-day guarantee of complete comfort and you can finance your purchase for as little as $30 a month go to xchairclay.com now and use the code xwheels for free xwheel blade casters that is xchairclay.com Tua how good is he going to be down in Miami? Yesterday I was talking about this on Fox Bet Live I said my top 5 AFC teams right now in order Kansas City Chiefs Buffalo Bills Tennessee Titans Baltimore Ravens Cleveland Browns I think those are the 5 best teams in my order right now in the AFC right on the outside I think are the Miami Dolphins Pittsburgh Steelers Indianapolis Colts in no particular order All right. Those are the next teams up I would point to and say hey they're going to be in the mix maybe the Patriots depending on how Cam does and how we see the first year going uh, with Mac Jones. But Dolphins not necessarily getting a lot out of Tua. Remember Ryan Fitzpatrick is no longer there. Tua is officially 100% back healthy. He threw five interceptions in a Dolphins minicamp practice today. Five picks. That's not ideal because you have got a much better team now with Jalen Waddell. Defense is stellar under Brian Flores. I think the Dolphins should be a playoff team if they can get adequate play from the quarterback position. Tua throwing five picks. That ain't good. That opens the door up a little bit as you look forward. Remember, training camps in the NFL just a little bit over a month until they're officially going to be open. I appreciate all of you. I'm rooting for Tua. He was great meeting my son last year. I hope he does better but five picks in Dolphins minicamp ain't ain't great. Uh, I'm about to be live on Fox Bet Live. We'll be there in about 35 minutes. 5 o'clock Eastern, 4 o'clock Central, 3 o'clock Mountain, 2 o'clock Pacific, 1 sorry, 2 o'clock Mountain, 1 o'clock Pacific. I appreciate all of you hanging out with me. What's going on here? We got a flickering light. Uh Uh-oh. To figure out what's going on back there. I don't want you to think this is a Halloween uh, Halloween haunted house. My name is Clay Travis. This has been OutKick on Fox. As always, come hang with us. I'll see you on television in just a moment.